the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day. WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. National Championship. I said that correctly. Baseball, Omaha, last team standing. Wake Forest leads at plus 650. LSU next, plus 750. Gators, third, plus 1,000. Arkansas, plus 1,100. Tennessee's fifth, 1,300. Vanderbilt is next, 1,600. Then TCU, A&M, Clemson, Virginia. Clemson in there already. Texas and South Carolina. That is your list. 614 Rob up in Ohio. Bill, did you see this? C.J. Stroud is a member of the foundation. A major donor to the foundation, which is at Ohio State, I guess the collective, I think that's right, that is producing the money, collecting the money to dish out to their players. And it says here, proud C.J. Stroud, first former student-athlete partner to become a major donor and pay it forward as he paves the way for those to come next. Thanks so much for your support of the foundation. C.J., you're truly a Buckeye for life. And it says here, official Founders Club platinum donor, C.J. Stroud. That is cool. Of course, he's had a, from what I read, a fantastic first year in the NFL. From what I'm told, Kevin in Mule Town 
says, Bill, my buddy, has got a house in Vegas. Says he runs into Musburger a lot at a certain sports book. Said he comes in, makes his bets, and leaves. Doesn't hang out, but he will tell you his play and say hello. Oh, I'm sure he's he's a nice guy in general. 46 Oil Bowl down in Georgia. Bill Carpetbagger Griff is a cartoon character, not a college football beat writer. <laughs> Kevin in Mule Town. Bill Michael Penix was not the only mistake Pruitt made. Jameer Gibbs wanted to come to Tennessee, but Pruitt said he was not a running back. Lad McConkey begged to come to Tennessee. Pruitt said no. Pruitt was a five-star moron, Bill. Oh, yeah, those are those are mistakes. Now, he also evaluated some pretty good players that the current coach inherited. I think he did some good things. Now, it ended up a catastrophe. I can't argue that part. It did. Yeah, it did. Jeff, two in the 615. Bill Griff, I like, but he's become so predictable. Case in point, Bill, when DeBoer had his introductory press conference, he noted that it was bad, meaning Griff noted, it was bad for Saban to be in attendance because it overshadowed DeBoer. Of course, if Saban was not there, that would have been Griff's story as well. Yeah, I, did, I noticed that. I think Griff was pushing that one. I think Griff, that was another fine bomb type tactic. Let's take something that probably is not real meaningful and make something of it. I mean, think about the logic there. And again, folks, I, I like Griff. But Saban and Miss Terry are on the front row at the DeBoer introductory press conference. Why would Saban be sitting there in an effort to upstage Coach DeBoer? Why would, why would that be his motive? If Saban needed the attention, he would have just kept the job. Saban does not. Lack attention. What would be the motive to, okay, I'm going to quit. I'm going to retire. But you know what? The next guy that comes, I'm going to let him know who's boss. I'll be right up front and everybody will have the cameras on me when he's trying to introduce himself to the public. I mean, that makes no sense. If Saban needed the focus on him, just don't step down, right? I mean, keep the job and everybody's looking at you. That's I don't I don't understand that logic either. I don't understand that logic. Allen in Tampa said Bill and he's Allen's going on his thirtieth year. I think he said thirty, might have been more. As a Donor and box holder and all that at Florida State. Allen in Tampa is the man who originated $150 chicken nuggets. 
That's Adlett in Tampa. Said, good morning. Just heard there was an advertisement on the station for salespeople. How do I apply? Digging dirt's getting old, Bill. Digging dirt has made him a fortune. Allen in Tampa has a very difficult choice from time to time. Seriously, I would not wish this on anybody, the life that Allen in Tampa has to live. Do you know what he is faced with? You folks have no idea what Allen in Tampa is going through. You know what some days he's faced with? Which beach house to go and stay at that he owns. That's Allen in Tampa. That's what digging dirt in the excavator business got Allen in Tampa. He gets up and he thinks, okay, now he works all the time. But I'm saying at, at some point during his uh, month, He has to decide which beach house that he owns. Of course, they're rented out too, so I don't know. But I don't know if he has many choices. They're probably always occupied. But <laughs> hey, digging dirt, and then uh, which beach home you want to go hang out at? So don't hey, Allen's got it. Allen's got it rough. <laughs> And he signed up for more $150 chicken nuggets this year for Florida State. He signed up for more. Those nuggets are so good, he said, give me more. 46 Oil Bowl down in Georgia. Bill, what's your thoughts on Coach Ken getting hired at San Jose State? He's not going to run the triple option. I've always loved Coach Ken. Had him on my show various times in the past. And he's a very frank, matter-of-fact guy. He's a very, uh, what would be the right word? Very considerate. You know, when you talk to Coach Ken, there's this respect level that you just feel for him. And the end at the Naval Academy was not good. Firing him in the locker room right after that game, the Army game, was was cold-blooded. That, that did not go well, and, of course, they weren't winning at that moment. But Coach Ken did a wonderful job there. And he'd been at UCLA, I guess, this last year, but just got hired at San Jose State. And reportedly, I haven't seen anything other than, but just like 46 Oil Bowls said, uh, reportedly he's not going to run the triple option. Now, what that's going to look like is unclear. I, I don't know, but I'm happy for him. I like Coach Ken. Coach Ken Niamatololo. I've always liked him very much. Humble seeker. Bill, so every week, just pose the same question to Griff. Hey, what tangent do you want to rant on today? Just start it there. Just pick one. Pick one, Griff. Topwater assassin. Dang, Bill. Clemson must have really fallen off the map. I can't imagine a game that is more important, do or die for the playoffs, than the Florida State-Clemson game. I imagine both teams and many of those matchups will get in regardless, but not necessarily Florida slash Florida State, I should say, slash Clemson. Well, yeah, I mean, that that is an important game. 
I don't know where I would have it listed if in the top ten, though, and that's what that listing was. But I don't know that I agree that if you don't win that game, you're out of the top 12. I know there's that thought about being anti-Florida State or Clemson wants out, too. They're not as vocal about it. But, no, I think I think both those teams, that game, you know, if they have several losses and then they lose that game, sure. URC up in Incline Village, Nevada. Bill Musburger was great at play-by-play and was one of the first ever mentioned batting lines on the air. I still don't understand the infatuation with Fowler. Guy comes off as a pretentious prick. Fowler times infinity isn't as good as Musburger at play-by-play. That's true. That's true. All right, we'll take a break. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Still a lot of volume coming in through Hendersonville right now on uh, Vietnam Vets going westbound uh, all the way up to Conference Drive. It's still pretty crowded now passing the airport over here in Donaldson on 40 westbound as you pass Donaldson Pike trying to get up to Spence Lane. Still looking pretty decent right now. 65 north as you make your way up through Williamson County into Franklin through Brentwood. Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic no one outfits golfers better than edwin watts golf shops we've been fitting golfers since 1968 utilizing cutting edge fitting technology we'll analyze your swing and our foresight launch monitors and fit you with the perfect club pair of shoes the latest golf apparel golf balls bags and more so come by today for your complete custom fitting Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only is... lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I don't believe Vrabel wants to be a part of this, and so I think Amy Adams Strunk decided, well, it's time to move on. I, you know, that was a gangster-like move to say, all right, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to employ somebody that doesn't want to be here. Goodbye. If they have another season like they did this mm-hmm. year, he's gone he's anyway. He's gone anyway. No, wherever he goes now, he's got four to five years. Yes. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Sports. Bill King knows a few things. edition will be at the Omni next Friday, I believe. Is that right? Let me look. I think that's right. Is that right? Next? Yes, next Friday is the 2nd, February 2nd. Yeah, we'll be at the Omni if you happen to be around next next week. Tom in Myrtle Beach about Saban being at the DeBoer press conference. I think DeBoer is lucky to have the goat down the hall. What an awesome... Did you say accent? To be able to bounce ideas off the greatest coach in history is priceless. Oh, I agree. Coach Pete said the same thing. Coach Pete does have his room for commitments in May, May 2nd. Coach Pete's got a room. If you have not met Ole Miss Evie, she is going to be there. We got our room booked yesterday. Looking forward to that. Mike the Mad Dog, noon in Georgia. Bill, I've talked to Griff at several Dog Nation events in Atlanta. He's informative, but he does have a slight attitude about him. I can see that. I can see that. No fan in the 863. Bill, I don't care what anybody says about Pruitt. He's got a handful of rings that are well-deserved. Pruitt can be several things simultaneously. We can critique him for the catastrophic end of his career at Tennessee. That can be roundly criticized, and I think fairly and rightfully so. We can also look at Jeremy Pruitt as, at least I do, a brilliant football mind. Now, just because you have a brilliant football mind doesn't necessarily mean you would be a brilliant head coach. There's a lot of things that go with that job. 
Jeremy Pruitt is a brilliant talent evaluator. I know what you're going to say. Well, (laughs) good luck with the uh, Michael Penick story then, Bill. Well, look, there are going to be folks who you miss on or mis-evaluate. That's going to happen to anybody. There's a story that back in the day, Bill Parcells, who actually was here in Nashville in the early 70s on the Vanderbilt staff, I believe was at Florida State, and this is pre-Bobby Bowden, and was sent to Mississippi to evaluate Walter Payton, said he couldn't play. I mean, there are stories about everybody They're like that. Now, again, Pruitt's career at Tennessee was a catastrophe. I cannot argue that. But Jeremy Pruitt is a brilliant football mind. And, look, if somebody could get him as defensive coordinator and get it cleared, they'd do it. Nick Saban would have done it. He's a brilliant defensive coordinator. He comes off as a dumb country bumpkin, right? He doesn't speak well, doesn't communicate well, perhaps. Tell you what, he communicates well in recruiting. But I'm just talking about sound bites on the mic, on TV. He does not do that well. That does not define his intellect, though. He's a smart guy. Very smart guy, but on that resume is the Tennessee episode. <laughs> that's what that's what stands out. Ken in Middle Georgia says, Bill, Griff's got a podcast called On the Beat. Plus, he writes Dog Nation weekly articles. Most, not all, people who are irritated only hear him on your show and don't follow him elsewhere. He just wrote about vitriol fan reactions to recruits just yesterday. So it was fresh on his mind, Bill. I did not know that part. I mean, I, I, I know what he does for a living, but I had not read that article that he put out. Yeah, I had not, I had not seen that. So you're saying that was on his mind at the time. Georgia Dog said, Bill, Saban could stand by Kirby on the sidelines, and I'd be good with it. I would, too. Yeah, I would, too. That wouldn't bother me at all. Brent down in Macon, Georgia, top five college football announcers of all time, no order. He says Vern Lundquist, Musburger, Keith Jackson, Franklin, and Shankle. Favorite radio guy, Munson. <clears throat> I mean, that's a good list. I'd probably have Keith Jackson on top. And I like Gus a lot. And obviously I like Tess. Even though uh, Tess is prohibited from communicating with me. By virtue of ESPN, I still like, I still like, I still like this. <laughs> uh, Josh down on the Emerald Coast. Now, Josh from Pictown, Ohio is going to be at the Emerald Coast in May. 
But this is Josh who lives down there. He's a Clemson fan. Bill, would Georgia get in the college football playoff with a loss to Clemson and no SEC championship? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's say they lost to Clemson and didn't win the SEC, which means they have to lose somewhere in the league once or twice. They're likely in. Now, again, they don't need three losses in your playing around, meaning you're, you're in peril. One more loss, you're out. That's not happening to Georgia. Georgia returns the best roster in America, and they have a schedule that's certainly not easy, but you tell me where they would be an underdog. They've got to go to Ole Miss. they got to go to Texas, and they got to go to Alabama. I wouldn't pick any of those teams over Georgia right now. Now, this could be Ole Miss's best team in my memory. I'm going to say that again. I'm also going to acknowledge again, it's very difficult when you're not from that world, Ole Miss, to live up to that kind of hype. It's hard. It is. It's really, it's exceedingly hard to live up to it. But if I look at this team player for player, this is the most loaded Ole Miss team I can recall And I go back to the 70s. I go back to just after Johnny Vault was gone as the head coach. And Georgia's got to go there. So they've got some some tough places they got to go. Not one of those rosters is better than Georgia. Texas and Royal Memorial might be the most difficult for them. I think Alabama's first year under DeBoer won't be the cleanup that Saban endured in 07 to get to where they were in 08, where in 08 they were immediately a threat again. But it took that year. DeBoer's situation is better than that at Alabama. But I don't this, – this Alabama team, at least – from where I'm sitting right now, I do not think is a national championship conversation piece. Not at the moment. Again, not at the moment. Now, we get in there and they're a couple notches better than I think, then I'll adjust that attitude very fast. Now, do I think Coach DeBoer will get them back? I'd be surprised if he doesn't get them back to where they're contending. I'd be shocked. So that's not a negative outlook on Alabama. I just think this year there's a lot of moving parts. There's a million different changes. That's hard. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's why I would I would caution this first year, not as a watch out, maybe this guy's not cut out for the job. It's just what? The the Almost the entire staff is new. Lots of moving parts on that roster. Lots of talent that's going to be on that roster, too. Philosophical changes. That's that's a big... Ask Allen. Allen's in the excavator business. That's moving a whole lot of earth down there in Tuscaloosa. That's moving a whole lot of earth in year one. He turned that thing around in Washington pretty fast, didn't he? I mean, real fast. L-Dog, Bill, for those wishing for ESPN's demise, they're on quite a run. 
their ratings. Now, this is broadcasting NFL games. This is not those dumb weekday screaming shows. This is NFL broadcast. In the last 13 months, ESPN has aired its five most watched NFL games and six of its top seven. Number one occurred just the other day on the 20th, the Texans-Ravens game, almost $32 million. January 16th, prior to that, Dallas at Tampa Bay, $31 million. That's number two. Third would be the day before, January 15th, and that would be the Eagles-Tampa Bay game, $29 million. By the way, that game on January 16th was 23. That was a year ago. Cowboys-Tampa Bay game. And then there's a few others, some 23 games. The November 20th Philadelphia-Kansas City game was about $29 million. Yeah, I mean, but I've always for the most part, said ESPN, the broadcasts, the sporting events, I enjoy. I may not listen to Fowler much, but I enjoy their production of sporting events. They're very good at that. They're the best at it, probably. All the other stuff is I don't pay attention to. Yeah, I don't even – I couldn't tell you – if they still have Sports Center, couldn't tell you if they do, who does it? Couldn't tell you about any of their programming. Other than I do know McAfee's on. He's got a long show mid morning or something, right? I do know that. I know those shows with Kornheiser and everything are still on. I have no idea how they survive, but they do. But but their production of games, I've always appreciated. I've always liked. I've always enjoyed. Yeah, I've always enjoyed. So yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised. And the NFL is as as much as I don't enjoy it. It's a incredibly popular product. Yeah, I just don't happen to be one of them. But it's a phenomenally accepted and. Uh, Love product. Tomorrow, Blake Rafino will be with us. We'll head down to the boot, hang out with him a little bit, and also Bretzi Ansia will check in from Pick 6 Previews. I will reach out to Jay Book, Jonah Booker, Buck Nuts, and see how he's uh, doing for Thursday. I think we'll be able to get him top of our three. That is not confirmed yet, but I hope to get Jonah Booker, Jay Book, with us. And uh, we'll talk about all the news for the Buckeyes. Yeah, the Buckeyes have uh, grabbed the news. I mean, big time. Grab the news, whether it's Caleb Downs, whether it's Julian Sayan, whether it's Quinshawn Judkins, whatever it might be, they've been all up in the news, y'all. Whether it's Bob yeah, you're saying, Bill, who's Bob? Bill O'Brien, Bob. Whether it's the Bob News, whatever it might be, they have jumped up and grabbed 
a big chunk of the dues and said, here we are, guys. Here we are. Charlie in America's Georgia, Bill, I think rather than Feinbaum, Griff is more like John McEnroe. He's not, Griff's not temperamental like McEnroe on a bad line call, though, right? <laughs> How did, how'd you think of that? That's way out there. That's funny. Griff is more like John McEnroe. I'm going to ask, somebody ask Griff. Somebody say, say a guy in America's Georgia, Charlie, says he thinks you're like John McEnroe. That's, that is, that's very funny. I'll tell you what. I know there's no tennis talk on this show for obvious reasons. We wouldn't maintain an audience if we did that. But I got to say, as an individual athlete, McEnroe's one of my favorites. Now, yeah, he was temperamental, through tantrums. But just watching his skill level, his left hand, he's a lefty tennis player, was just so Incredibly talented. He's a serving volley guy. And he serves it. He's on the net. He's on the net. And that left hand was so gifted. I just marveled at his play. Good morning. Still some heavy traffic trying to get down from the north there through Portland and coming through Robertson County on 65 going southbound. There's still some volume out here on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area coming in from Rutherford County. It got a bit busy earlier on. It's uh, 840 there in Paytonsville. That looks a little bit better there towards I-65. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken, hiring at all four locations. Order online today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often, there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. 
That's ByFaithFarm.com. And now, J.B. Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by J.B. Roofing, serving the area for 20 years. For all your residential roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 629-246-7693. 629-246-7693. That's J.B. Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King show. This Nick Saban topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future, the new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12, the 12-team playoff, the lawlessness, the constant change. But now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. text the best college football radio show in the history of humankind 615-844-5600 the bill king show for the better part of 20 years has dominated when it comes to national championships. Producing NFL players, all of those measurements. And we're now two years removed we're actually actually one year removed. One year removed, sorry. George, I just slided you one. From a national championship. Now, over that stretch, Georgia won a couple. Auburn won one. LSU won a couple. Etc. And Alabama occupied a ton of those championships. More so than any of them. Now that Nick's out, where does that spot, whether it's a playoff spot or an ultimate national championship, does that get divvied up among Big Ten teams? Or does the SEC just occupy that spot? Remember, I've said it forever on this show. Nick Saban is everybody's problem. Not just the SEC's problem inside the league. If you get to the postseason, you want to win it all, you are likely to have to deal with them, and there's a good chance you're not going to beat them. That's Nick Saban. That's what he had. Now, Michigan beat them. Clemson's beating them. Buckeyes beat them. I'm not saying they never lose, but your odds aren't that good usually in that matchup. Where does all that get divvied up? All that space that's now created. Does Alabama fill in some of that space with Coach DeBoer? Nobody's going to fill it like Nick did. Let's just get that out of the way. If anybody does, it's Kirby Smart. 
But does that mean the SEC won't dominate as much with Nick gone? It might well. Think about it. There's only what? Very few stretches where the SEC doesn't have back-to-back national championships, meaning just inside the league, national championships. You have to go back to 13 and 14, Florida State and Ohio State. Before that, you have to go back to 05, Texas, 04, Southern Cal, then 03 is LSU. So that's just two years because 06 was Florida. 02, Ohio State. 01, Miami. 2000, Oklahoma. Does the SEC claim that one? Can the S? <laughs> Can you go ahead and say, yeah, well, we'll no, no, no. We'll take 05 and 2000. Texas and Oklahoma won it then. Go ahead and put that in the SEC ledger. Can you pick and choose? Now now that they're in the league, those are ours. Yeah, but you go back, and and I guess it's that stretch right there. Tennessee won it in 98, Florida State 99, 2000 Oklahoma, 01 Miami, 02 Buckeyes, 03 LSU. That stretch right there between Tennessee 98 and LSU 03 is the longest stretch And that's, what, a quarter of a century? Again, because you had Florida State, that's one year. Oklahoma's two years. Miami's three years. Buckeye's four years. Four years is the longest drought for the SEC since 1998. There's a two-year drought, and then... The only thing you have is one-year droughts. With Nick gone, how does the future look? And does that mean it's going to be way more even with other leagues winning championships? Notably the Big Ten, I would think. Or... And that's assuming the ACC, and well, you can't assume anything about the ACC because the ACC will get relegated to about a G5 type league. They're not going to implode like the Pac-12, but they're going to get relegated to a lower status. That's happening. Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina, that's happening. Miami. Where all they end up, we don't know. That's unclear. But but they will get relegated, and their TV deal will also get relegated. That's coming, y'all. That is absolutely coming. I have no doubt about that. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be just looking into the future. With Nick gone, you all have a better lot in a playoff scenario than you would have had. Yeah, Nick is everybody's problem. Nick was everybody's problem. But he's gone. And frankly, I do not relish the fact that he's gone. I know Bama fans who are very excited about the future, though. They like the the freshness, the newness. 
it's exciting. It's it's unknown in some ways, but it's exciting. We'll get a break. Coming right back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Still some heavy traffic trying to get down from the north there through Portland and coming through Robertson County on 65 going southbound. There's still some volume out here on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area coming in from Rutherford County. It got a bit busy earlier on uh, 840 there in Paytonsville. That looks a little bit better there towards I-65. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken, hiring at all four locations. Order online today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. And now, the fine folks at Nick's Construction and Remodeling are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads. Keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive. It can wait. This message courtesy of Nick's Construction and Remodeling, serving the area with quality and pride. Call Nick's Construction and Remodeling today at 931-952-9587. 931-952-9587 for all your interior and exterior construction and remodeling needs. That's Nick's Construction and Remodeling. They do it all. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand a microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back. No, he he's not coming back. He so we can back. stop saying if he doesn't come back. But today, now he really let me reiterate, <laughs> for sure, gone. Look forward to the ceremony. I can put that to bed. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. 
often imitated, never duplicated. Wordsmithing like a mofo on college football, it's Bill King. Milwaukee. Bill, Bama versus Wisconsin at Camp Randall will be a fun game. Somebody needs to rank the top 10 fun games as opposed to important or crucial or pivotal for the season. That one is in uh, September up at Camp Randall. That is an interesting game. Luke Fickle, year two. That is a team. Wisconsin's going to be physical with Coach Fickle, as we know. Their their history is physicality, not new. Against a Coach DeBoer team. How about that? How about that? That will be. Trey Dog. Bill, does Kirby get five natties? Well, there's two views there. Where they're sitting right now, that would not surprise me. They're the dominant program in college football. It's hard to predict multiple natties. They've already got multiple under Kirby. But five, let me put it this way. If you told me the future says he gets to five, that wouldn't shock me at all. Picking that or predicting it would be tough. Because, let me let me again tell you, there are two ways to look at this. In its current form, I could see it. But what's it going to look like in three, four years? Now, I don't think Georgia's going to revert at all. Kirby Smart has cracked the code. There's no more, I wonder if Kirby's going to win a big one some point, sometime, right? Kirby's already... What would be the term I'm looking for? He's already uh, exercised that demon. And he knows exactly what it takes and how to do it. And he has everything you need to do it. How many schools can you say have everything you need to win it all? Very few. Very, very few. Fewer than people think. So, could he get to five? Sure. But I use the word could. It would be hard to sit here and say, okay, I'm telling you he's getting to five. I wouldn't be shocked if he does, though. Let me put it this way. Who other than Georgia has a chance to become and be Alabama? And the answer is, at the moment, nobody. It's Georgia. It's Georgia. The GOAT says, Bill, there's some buzz out there that Keon Keeley, Notre Dame fans, remember that name? (laughs) Is looking to hit the portal from Bama, and his destination would be Florida. Also possibly another Bama D lineman doing the same thing and going to Florida. I've been worrying about Keeley. Now, I don't know anything about his wayward thoughts, if he has them. I don't know that Keon Keeley, as highly as he was ranked, 
And remember, committed to Notre Dame and then uh, decommitted. But he wasn't ready to go a year ago. I don't know what his preparedness is today. I'll ask Kevin about that. But, yeah, and he is from, uh, he's a Florida kid. So if, if there was another destination for him in the future, I mean, that part wouldn't surprise me. But I haven't heard anything specific there. I've wondered about him, though. Yeah, I've wondered about that. Big five-star name from the class of, what was that? He'd be a redshirt freshman this year. Poor freshman. 46 Oil Bowl. Bill used to read Griff's stuff, but his circus act shows that's all he cares about, not covering Georgia. He's also a front runner, so maybe he'll move to Columbus, Ohio. Well, he's from Michigan. I think he, he actually was born in Mobile, Alabama, but he's from Michigan. I do know that. Georgia Dog, hey, Bill, if Day beats Michigan and wins a natty, do Ohio State fans say we knew he was great or he bought them? <laughs> well, I mean, everybody's buying them. But I don't know. I, I would say this, the Buckeye fan base that's not completely satisfied with Ryan Day would have a level of satisfaction they've been wanting to achieve that they haven't been able to get to. That's all I know. Yeah, they, they, they would be getting something that they've been yearning for under Ryan Day, and that's close it ultimately. Close it on Michigan, close it after that. Seal the deal, Bill. That's what they're looking for. Blake Rafino and Brett Ciancia tomorrow. We'll see what else I may conjure up for the show. But as of right now, that's what we're looking at for the Wednesday edition. Yes, I'm going to try and get Jay Book for Thursday along with our typical guests on that day and Friday. Coach Pete will be with us, Ole Miss Evie. Kevin Hagan, and also Hour 3 with Brad Powers. That's all on Friday. Looking forward to it. I don't know. If you want to short Bitcoin or, or the miners out there like Mara and like Coin and some of the others, you may want to look at that. Yeah, ask Topwater Assassin. He's always checking that stuff out. Lodgepile.